It's the Morning X This Week, powered by Expert Electronics. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. It's powered by Retool of Rockford. It's time for today's Tool of the Day. This guy in Bakersfield, California. Supposedly, this guy was on drugs. He broke into a house by kicking the back door in and started looking around for stuff to steal. He found a Roomba still in the box, but for some reason only stole the box. Like, I don't need the Roomba, I just need the container. He also stole some suitcases, and to complete the heist, he took a bunch of the family's junk mail. (laughs) Junk mail. That's what the criminals are after these days. You leave all the jewelry, you don't even steal the Roomba, but you need a postcard reminding me to get my teeth cleaned? (laughs) You're doing it wrong, idiot. Officer, the suitcases we can live without, but please, please, get me back my Kmart sale paper. Please. Officers were able to find the suitcases, but they're still looking for the criminals. So if you see a guy stuffing credit card offers down his pants, that's him. That's our tool of the day. Get him. Don't be a tool like that fool with the right tool for your jobs. That retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, they sell, they trade tools. Go in and see my friend Dave. Tell him the Morning X sent you or visit rockfordretool.com. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is uh, Tuesday morning. And on Tuesdays, I like to give you a little palate cleanser of all the garbage you've been hearing in the news. California is on fire. Horrible things are going on. But... There's still good news out there, and that's what I like to give you a little taste of every single Tuesday. Good news stories from around the world and in our own backyard. A family in Ohio threw out $25,000 last month by accident. They're cleaning out their grandmother's house and tossed a bunch of old food in her freezer. And then the grandma's like, hey, there's an envelope in there with $25,000. Don't lose that. But by the time she said that, it was already in the back of a garbage truck. Holy crap. The driver hadn't made it to the dump yet, so uh, 10 workers started sifting through six tons of trash and uh, found the envelope in 10 minutes. Well done. Save that cash. Jeez. Why would she have cash in the freezer? That's what I don't understand. But either way, they were able to recover it, and uh, she's still $25,000 richer. There was a TikTok video going around, a viral video of her mom picking up a kid from school, and uh, he immediately starts crying because she surprised him by showing up with their dog that had been missing for a year. What a feeling. A woman in Vancouver used to make small talk with one of uh, her neighbors when she walked by with her dog, but now they're a lot closer because they just found out they're half-sisters. One of their nieces did an ancestry thing online and made the connection. They both have the same dad. Turns out he was getting it on a lot back in the day. Uh, I love this, too. A woman in Iowa uh, posted a video of her 30-year-old son who has Down syndrome because he likes to check the mail every day to see if he got anything. Then somebody on TikTok saw that and asked people to send cards. So now he's beginning hundreds of letters and packages a day from people all over the world. That's just sweet. And one more story from right here in our own backyard for your weekly dose of good news. If you're looking for a job, the Hard Rock Casino is giving the opportunity to work for them. If you're interested, you can attend the job fair this week. You can attend and learn all about the career opportunities that are coming up. The Hard Rock Casino's job fair is going to take place this Friday, August 13th, Saturday, August 14th at the RPL Nordloff Center. Check in for the job fair. Starts at 11.30 a.m. you got to register for the event in order to attend. You can find a link on where to register at rockrivercurrent.com where you can find all kinds of positive news stories from our own backyard. That's your weekly dose of good news. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 1049. Say it! 
The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Matt Hall, what's up, man? Hey, how's Kev. It? Yeah, how's it going? Oh, you know, another 190 degree day here in the state line. <laughs> Excited about that. Just get your gold bond powder ready for downstairs. You're going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be one of those days, that's for sure. Just just keep it cool down there. Keep it cool and dry. You're going to have no problems. You're not going to get that chicken skin sticking to your leg. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not going to have to deal with any of that today. Well, some of us have that issue. As I long guess. as you keep it powdered, you're going to be fine. Keep it nice and powdered. That's right. I don't even care if you use Gold Bond. Use baby powder. Johnson & Johnson. Doesn't matter. You got to keep them You got to keep them dry, man. You gotta- <laughs> One of the most important things of the summertime. Keep them dry. Yeah. That's how we stay fresh, ladies. <laughs> it's time for this week's Celebrity Dump, Matt. Oh, finally. Good. Time to dump on celebrities. Good, good. Uh, Quentin Tarantino told an interviewer that he has never given his mother a penny of his money since he got rich. Really? Yeah, you know, when, when you're younger and you're like, if I ever get rich and famous, I'm going to buy my mom a house. I'm going to oh, do yeah, like yeah. Elvis did and buy my mom a car, Cadillac, you know, give my mom everything. He never gave her a penny because when she was a kid, or when he was a kid, rather, she mocked his dream to be a screenwriter. She mocked it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you going to go to college after you're done with your little writer dream? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean... I guess if she was like that, or is he exaggerating? See, I don't know the situation. No, she was she was being serious. She wanted to give it up and do something more, uh, you know, stable. Well, I guess she uh, guess she was wrong on that one, yeah. huh? He says there are consequences for your words when you make fun of your kid's dreams. Uh, I thought he was going to say it was because his mom got shot 400 times in the chest while screaming the N-word. Just just based on his movies. <laughs> That's what his movies are about, though. Yeah, I thought maybe his, you know, that, uh, his inspiration was that horrible thing that happened to his mom. But uh, apparently, no, it was because <laughs> she had a... Got stuck in the chest with a big needle. <laughs> right. <laughs> she had to be revived. That scene, I can't. You can't watch it? No. You can't watch the, the Pulp Fiction? Nope. Uh, when they bring her over there and they stick the needle in her, I can't do it. Yeah, what they do is they, they what, what is it, like an adrenaline shot? It's an they adrenaline shot straight in, to the heart. Yeah. Uma Thurman's like Odin on the floor. I and, tell yeah. you, Quentin Tarantino has some scenes in his movies where you're just like, ugh. Oh, yeah, it's, it's total cringe. <laughs> total cringe. But he's one of the best ever. I guess. The 19th and final season of Ellen is going to kick off September 13th. Thank God. She's promising unparalleled celebrity interviews, musical performances, topical stories, extraordinary human interests, uh, and uh, sought-after viral sensations worldwide. And while she's at it, she promises to beat up no more than three interns. Ha! Or does she promise to be extra mean to her staff because it's the last year and there's nothing they can do about it? Right. What are you going to do? Cancel me? Go ahead and cancel me. Get ready for a hell year, kids. (laughs) That was her. I just go all out, just mean like you wouldn't believe. Well, she already does that. She does seem pretty mean. Allegedly. Uh, You know what, though? We both work in the entertainment industry, and we know people. We know how it goes. How it goes, and uh, I've heard stories. Most of the time, the people you see on TV are not the people you meet in real life. Exactly. Most of the time. And, you know, they tell you stories, and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, don't meet your heroes. That's that old phrase, you know? Yeah. Uh, And it's uh, all over, Matt. What is all over? Everything is over. Billionaires going into space has finally revealed its evil plot. Elon Musk is now saying... That he wants to sell advertising in space. <sighs> yeah, I saw this one coming. How's he gonna do it? He's gonna he's got a satellite thing called a CubeSat that apparently is like a cube of pixelated display screens mm-hmm. that people are gonna be able to watch on YouTube. Oh. And they're gonna put advertising on it in space. Billions of dollars this guy has. World hunger. 
disease, famine, all still alive and kicking, but this guy wants to put Jake from State Farm on a goddamn satellite TV screen. You know, the important issues is what he's all about. Yeah, no, cancer's doing fine. Cancer research, who needs it? Let's get Aaron Rodgers doing a goddamn discount double check on Jupiter. Well, that's what people want to see, Ken. No, they don't. So, I got to watch advertisements on YouTube from space. Right, yeah, that's the thing. You can't even, like, watch it from the ground up in the sky. You have to watch, like, a, a selfie stick video of the screen in space. So who even, know, who even knows if that thing is real? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Why, what is the reasoning behind that? I'm done with social media. Uh, so he can make billions and billions more dollars. Well, soon he'll be on Mars and he'll be out of our hair forever. Because so. Flo from Progressive wants to ride on a comet. Oh, those are going to be the commercials that we see now. Right. How many Bud Light hard seltzer commercials are we going to see from space? <laughs> Tough day at the space station. Crack open a nice cold Budweiser hard seltzer. Uh, what's in your space wallet? <laughs> Go F yourself. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 1049. Lock in. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. And, of course, the big news overnight. Governor Andrew Cuomo, the governor of the state of New York, has resigned Yes, he resigned yesterday amid allegations that he harassed 11 different women uh, who work for him. He's going to be replaced by Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, uh, which I'm not sure if I said that right. Uh, She will become New York's first female governor, so let's give her a round of applause. Why not? Uh, This is big news, though. You know, anytime a major political figure uh, in trouble for something like that, you definitely... Definitely want to talk about it because uh, that's that's huge, especially in this climate. Why would you even, you know, just behave yourself? You know, I <laughs> I thought the guy was cool like a year ago, a year and a half ago before I knew any about this. You know, he had like uh, nipple rings on. You could tell through his shirt during a press conference that he totally has his nips pierced. And I was like, all right, this, guy, this guy's loose. The guy's cool. You know, apparently he was just a little bit too loose and uh, has to call it quits now. He gave a press conference uh, yesterday. Wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, she can come Hochul. up to speed quickly. It's pronounced Hochul. And my resignation will be effective in 14 days. 14 days? Why not immediately? Why not just step down and go away? You know, you're done. You're, you know, you can, you can go. I'm sure he's rich. Just go live out the rest of your days as a rich old perv. I mean, why not? Uh, but that is not the same press conference he gave. I watched another one, and I think it was a little bit different. Wasting energy on this is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can f*** you (laughs) is if I step aside and let government f*** you. And therefore, that's what I'll do. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing f*** you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about f*** you. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, you she can to speak 
Okay, take it easy. It's Kev. No moral sense. On 1049. Okay, here we go again. Dork alert. The morning X. Real quick, for the guy who wanted me to stop talking and play more music, we have a little Mozart for you. Just, uh. This is just for him. This is just for the guy who wanted me to stop talking and play more music. And this, qual- this qualifies, I think. Nope, no talking. Actually, quite good. You know, actually, a lot of heavy metal music stems from uh, classical music. So, shut up, man. (laughs) That guy wanted me to stop talking. But we have to talk right now because we have Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau in studio. Welcome back, my friend. Hi, how's it going? Good, good to have you back. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trolling my listeners right now. No, pay no mind. Do that. Hey, you know what? When you when you troll me, I'm going to troll you back. That's the rule. That's the rule in here. But uh, welcome and uh, glad to have you on board. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff going on in the Rockford region. It is summertime, so I mean, get the events out while you can, right? Yes. Um, enjoy the weather while we've got it. And um, <laughs> this although, week, although the weather's been garbage this week, uh, a lot yeah. of storms, a lot of wind, rain, thunder. You know, uh, and you know, but we'll, we'll, this weekend looks like it might be better. So what do we got? Yeah, and um, it's supposed to be. Uh, it's 815 Rockford Day, so That's we've right. got a lot going on um so one of the things here is um shop the mile scavenger hunt at the uh the magnificent mile there on um east state street so a lot of the businesses are having a scavenger hunt um where you can explore the unique businesses along there and search for hidden objects and then it all ends saturday at um at the patio party at shooters so oh, excellent what kind of stuff are they hiding that is, uh, that's part of the surprise. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so like, it just here, I found a random object. Hey, I got a dead chicken. Is this one of the, is this one of the it, objects? It, it might be. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I like to know what I'm supposed to be hunting for. So I hope they at least give you a list when you get there, right? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No dead chickens though. We promise. Another one here is um, Tough Mudder. This one is a more, if you're uh, more on the active side, if you uh, like to get out there and put yourself through some uh, crazy situations, through some muddy obstacles, that'll be going on here this uh, Saturday and Sunday out of the airport. Like what is the what is the big one of those? Is it is it Iron Man where there's like uh, um, there's like a big national one where there are a lot of people go to it and they get really dirty. I can't remember what it's called. I don't think it's Iron Man to be honest with you. It's it's something like that where you get really muddy and really gross. It, I I know there's like the world's best tough or the toughest mudder and they're having a there's a qualifying okay. um, qualifying event at this event. Oh maybe that's and what maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. And then you go to Las Vegas and uh <laughs> put yourself put yourself through that all over again. <laughs> you look like you you look like you're in shape you do something like that? Um I possibly in the future mm-hmm. I I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I maybe n- might need the right group of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a group of people to kind of motivate you and get yeah. you off your ass, get out yeah. there and do it. Yeah. Probably yeah. not just going to go out there and uh, willingly do it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to get dirty, man? Go out and have some fun. Yeah, true. That would be fun. That would be fun. And this one here is a little, uh, this one here is a little more, um, a little different too. Uh, release the Quacken party <laughs> out at, uh, out at uh, Prairie Street Brewing Company. So um, they're going to have a, because even if they can't party and pa- paddle this summer, there's, I mean, even if they can't paddle, they're still going to party. So um, head on down there to the docks. Right, because unfortunately we couldn't do the, the Rock River Raft race this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's two years in a row that we couldn't, that we weren't able to do it. And, you know, we're, the X is always in it. We're always on a float, whether it's, you know, one of our sponsors or, you know, we just build our own, which 
we haven't had to build our own yet, uh, which is probably a good a good thing. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool that something is going on. Yeah, definitely. And this one, this is piques my interest. You can launch ducks from a giant slingshot into uh, into a floating raft. So can, can we can we be clear? They are not live ducks. I'm I'm fairly certain they're <laughs> okay. not live ducks. Okay, we're not, we're not <laughs> launching a live duck like from a slingshot where it's just like that's <laughs> that's not uh, what we're doing here necessarily, right? They're the rubber ducks. Uh, yes, yeah, rubber ducks. Good. So, just, uh, just I don't want PETA pounding on my door. Be like, I heard you're promoting that duck flinging event. <laughs> yes, nope, no, uh, no ducks will be harmed at this event. And uh, <laughs> that takes place actually on Rockford Day from uh, noon to four there down at, down at Prairie Street. And that would be Thursday, Friday, Sunday? Yes. Right, yep. Sunday is uh, 815 day. Uh, Dan is here from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Anything Dan just talked about and more, you can find it at GoRockford.com where you can sign up for the Go Guide. Yes, yep. Sign up for our weekly e-blast where you get this information straight to your inbox, and then also you can find out more of the details. All right, well, we're uh, happy to have you on board once again, and uh, we'll talk to Dan next Thursday. It's 104.9 The Morning Extra. Next chance to get into tonight's show at the Apollo Theater coming up very shortly. It's 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X at uh, 8.20. I'm sorry, 8.20. The hell did I get 8.20 from? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, chalk that up as another moment of genius on The Morning X here. But, uh, 7.15 right now, and I've got tickets. I've got a spot on the X guest list for you for Head P.E. tonight at the Apollo Theater. And uh, here's what I want. I want to see how well you can pay attention as I tell you a story. This is something that really happened. But pay attention to the details because there's going to be a quiz after this to get yourself on the ex-guest list. A guy named Kyle Clark has been arrested after a bizarre and action-packed road rage incident in our neighbor's Chicago. Clark was cruising along when he allegedly sideswiped another car, which was carrying an off-duty cop and a friend. And once they pulled him over, Clark allegedly assaulted the cop with two punches to the face. And then when the cop's friend tried to intervene, he allegedly bit the guy's nipple completely off. Yes. Uh, yeah, that sounds delicious. The friend was treated at a local hospital and Clark was hit with multiple charges and held on $100,000 bond. That's a pretty insane story. It's always fun when somebody loses a nipple, right? That's always a story you can always tell, right? That guy's going to have a story forever. Now, we've been reminding you of his last name, Clark. What was the guy's first name? If you remember, if you were paying attention, I need the guy's first name, Blank Clark. First one to get it right is going to get on the ex-guest list for Head P.E. with Dropout Kings tonight at the Apollo Theater. If you can't go to the show tonight, I don't recommend calling. At 815-874-2104, first correct caller, what was the guy's first name? And that story I just told, good luck. 104.9. You're listening to The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Cavett 726. And earlier I told a story about a guy in Chicago who got into a road rage incident with an off-duty police officer and bit his nipple off. And uh, we know the guy's last name was Clark. I want to see how well you were paying attention. I've got a pair of uh, spots on the ex-guest list for Head P.E. tonight. I'm looking for the guy's first name in the story, 815-874-2104. Joe, you're on the morning X. What was that guy's first name? Scott. It wasn't Scott. Not Scott Clark. Sorry. All right, so we're looking for the guy's first name in that story. Hi, you're on the morning X. Who's this? 
This is Mark. Hey, Mark, do you remember the guy's first name in that story? That guy's name would be Kyle. Kyle Clark is the correct answer, Mark. Well done. You got it. I got a spot Thank for you, you and a friend on the X guest list for tonight at the Apollo Theater with Head P.E. and Dropout Kings. Awesome, man. I love that band. Oh, awesome, dude. Well, I'm sure that uh, you're going to have a great time and uh, bring a friend with you. Who are you bringing with? Uh, it was my fiance's birthday yesterday, so I think I'm going to take her. Awesome. Have you ever gotten in a fight and bitten someone's nipple off? Uh, no, I haven't, although I've had a barbell ripped out of my own. Oh, so my God. I can oh almost God. relate to the guy. There was a movie, I think it might have been Airheads, where uh, Chris Farley ripped a guy's nipple ring out. And it always looks so damn painful. <laughs> it was yeah. insanely painful. You Trust know, me, man. it is. I can't imagine biting somebody's nipple off, though. Like, just getting that mad that the first thing I go for is the nipple. You get that little nub in your mouth after you bite it uh, off. You're like biting no, on I'm a, good. Chewing, uh, a, chewing on a pencil eraser. <laughs> oh, no good. <laughs> some, people no are, good. some people are into some kinky stuff, Mark. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, man. Well, enjoy the show tonight, and I'm going to have one more chance for you to win later on on The Morning X. Thanks, Mark. And happy birthday to your fiancé, whose name I should have asked, but I am rude. Real Rock, rock. Report. And 947, time for the Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub. With that report, it's Lou. To mark No Code's 25th anniversary, Pearl Jam going to stream a concert from October 17th, 2014, the one they did in Moline, Illinois, where they played that album in full. It's going to stream for free at nugs.net from the 27th through the 30th. James Lomenzo, who played bass with Megadeth from 2006 to 2010, will join the band for their tour with Lamb of God, Trivium, and Hatebreed that starts on the 20th. Lomenzo replaces David Ellefson, who was booted from the band in May after those sexually explicit videos yeah. appeared online. And could this be the secret bass player who recorded his parts on the album, so uh, quote-unquote? It would be my guess, but I don't think they've officially said that yet. Okay. But that would be my guess. That would make the most sense. It would. And Mark Hoppus has Dave Grohl as a guest this week on his after-school radio podcast. At one point, the head Foo Fighters shared his thoughts on the difficulty of creating a set list, saying that they were going through rehearsal, they had a lot of songs, it was difficult to put it together, but it came down to one song he knows has to be in the set list every single night, no matter where they are, what they're doing, ever long, has to make the set list. The rest, he says, it's like, whatever. It's kind of cool to see behind the Foo Fighters curtain. I don't know if they could get away with not doing Learn to Fly, either. Probably up there. It's got to be. It's got to be one of those ones where it's like we need this. It's yeah, gotta be. it's got to be there. That's definitely high on the list. Natural Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville, both open at 11 a.m. Setting you up with 450 Captain Morgan, Tito's, Jameson, and Screwball every day. Plus 350 House Wines and Happy Hour specials on apps every weekday, four to six. I'd be interested to find out what bands, like now all the bands, what's the one song they cannot get away with not putting in the list? I don't know. That's tough. And when you start talking about bands like the Foo Fighters and you start start writing them down, right? You're going to get into a lot. You're going to have a full concert of stuff that you got to play. And, you know, you could come up with full <laughs> right. stuff. you got to do this every night. At some point, it's got to be like, can we just add an hour to the concert so we can get all these in? Right. And, and now you got to work in a couple of new tracks and you throw in a cover because they're doing the Bee Gees thing everywhere they go. So, I mean, it, it fills up fast. Like, can Metallica not play Inner Sandman? I don't think they can get away with that. I think Metallica could get away with that. Yeah? Yeah, I think they could get away with not playing that. Because I feel like there's enough people that come to Metallica shows that, you know, if they're touring, they're following them around. They're, you know, charting the set list to see what, oh, they haven't played this since that this tour or whatever. Uh -huh. It's very, in a weird way, odd to compare the two, but it's very Dave Matthews Band-esque in that sense where a lot of people follow them around. A lot of people focus on sure. what song he played tonight versus what song he's playing tomorrow night. And the set lists are never exactly the same. Okay. So I think it kind of falls into the They're one of the few that probably could get away without playing that one hit. 
I don't know. I'd be I'd be pissed if they didn't play. If I wanted to be honest, <laughs> I, you be, know what I would do. I'd, I'd be a little let down. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not like as you said, they've got so many songs that it's like you heard a lot that you wanted to hear. You right. Really did. So I mean, how could I really bitch? But I'd be a little I'd be a little bummed. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, look, we might get some more uh, storms later on this afternoon, uh, 4 p.m. well into the evening. But there's only like a 40 percent chance of that. And, and in weather terms, that's like probably. I guess I don't mm. know. It's, it's, it's hard to say. I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't really know. All I know is what I read on the internet. Great. I think we should just cancel my kids' baseball practice now, then. Let's, let's get this out of the way. What's the number? Um, we'll call them on the air, all of them, right now. I probably should have the coach's number, shouldn't I? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, his name's Joe. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. We'll get him on the air. I'm sure it's all on the up and up. <laughs> we get the good guests on our show. <laughs> we'll get Joe in here. Digging um, deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hard-hitting questions for a Little League baseball coach. Uh, and uh, speaking of guests, tomorrow on the show, uh, we're going to have cast members from Little Shop of Horrors on the show. Well, uh, you have one on right now. I do. I don't count myself, though. Oh, but you should, because you are a cast member. Yeah. I mean, we have to promote a show that I'm a part of is a major conflict of interest, but then there's also that thing where I don't care, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah, bring you, them in. Yeah, you record a promo for the morning show every day. Hey, tomorrow on the Morning X, it's a show you're a part of. Look at it that way. Right. But I think if I went on like another radio station and then promoted my show on this station, it would be tacky, wouldn't it? Eh, maybe, but look, I'll tell you what. Just give away a pair of head PE tickets during the performance of Little Shop of Horse, and it'll be totally normal. <laughs> it'll feel just like you're at home. Well, I can't do that because the show is tonight for a head PE. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, and uh, we did give away all of our chances for that today. So when does Little Shop of Horse start? It's going to open Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Wow, that came up quick. <laughs> Did it ever. And I'm not the one doing it. I mean, I'm sure for you, it, it, it's got to be, it seemed like a lot faster. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're going to see a lot of me in the show. Uh, you know, I'm not one of the main characters. Full frontal yep. is what you're trying to That's say. That's what I mean by a lot of me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, a lot of hair. You can see a lot of hair. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I'm playing the plant, and I, I'm taking it in a different direction. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not playing the plant. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're going you're to see me in a couple scenes, and you'll hear my voice. But uh, other than that... Uh, you're going to see me sing and dance that you can call me and make fun of me after if you want to. Hey, it's cool you're doing it, man. I, I mean, I give you yeah. credit. Yeah. I was going to play once. It was in fourth grade, and I had one line, and it was supposed to be, man, this place is great, and I could not <laughs> get it right. Now, today, I can remember that line. I'll remember it till the day I die. But the three seconds of my life that I needed to say that in the right order, nah. What happened? <laughs> What's not happening? Oh. Uh. What did you play? Did you play a tree? A lot of kids played a tree. No, it was like some a... sort of cowboy thing. I don't know. I was like, I was a cowboy. That they grouped eight of us together to be friends because they didn't have enough parts for people. So okay. they're like, well, the, the the group of two friends will now be eight. It'll be, it'll be fine. So all you idiots get over there. And then I, I was the one that was supposed to say the line. And I just, yeah, this place is great. Nope. Well, at least you got that now. Yeah. You got it down now. Yeah. Sure. I'm just waiting for the revival. I'm going to kill it when that comes along. <laughs> My fourth grade class gets back together. Yeah, we'll get some of my friends on the show tomorrow to to uh, plug our own stuff because that's not tacky at all. But we'll do that, and uh, also tomorrow, what is a word that's not moist? Hmm. That is a gross word. Huh. That's that's not a dirty word or the word moist. Like then we we're, we're already getting some answers about this on Facebook. Uh, one person said smegma, which I didn't even look that up. I'm scared to on company computers. I don't hmm. know what that even means. Um, but yeah, uh, there's there's, there's got to be a lot of these, so uh, you can participate on a Facebook page. Read some of them tomorrow. Plus, we're going to do guess the list with Matt and Chelsea to see if they can find out what's on the list of words that women hate besides moist. Oh, there's there's a few interesting ones. Yeah, I'm trying to rack. I'm like racking my brain now, trying to think of what. Uh, I, I don't know. 
Aside from the obvious bad words. Right, right. And that, that's the challenge. Coming up with one that's gross, that's not dirty. Right. Like, um... Dank. I always hated the word dank. dank. <laughs> and you know, people use the word dank to mean awesome too. Like, man, that's some dank weed. Uh, that's true. You know, like, but it, it means like musty and, and dark. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't I hate that word, but that's not one of them. But we'll talk about that tomorrow on the Morning X as well. Powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio intent headquarters. Uh, half is in after 10 o'clock. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 1049. Lock in. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning Axe, the cast of Little Shop of Horrors, joining us after 8 o'clock this morning. But first, I've got a tip for guys here. Now, you may have noticed on certain uh, websites, um, <clears throat> websites that I don't go to, uh, like Pornhub, for example, there have been some ads featuring apple cider vinegar. And the apple cider vinegar is supposedly, if you dump it downstairs, um, your junk will grow. Now, doctors want you to know that you should not do this. There's also uh, some ads that show guys putting apple cider vinegar on a feminine hygiene product and inserting it into uh, you-know-where. Also, not a good idea. Do not do this. Doctors say there's no evidence to support any claims that apple cider vinegar does anything and it can burn your skin. (laughs) You do not want burnt skin downstairs or up your behind. Uh, and it can cause an infection and allow bacteria to enter your bloodstream. Not a great place for bacteria at all, anywhere. You want to keep those parts hygienic, so uh, knock it off with the apple cider vinegar, okay? There there are better ways to lubricate. It's Morning X. It's Kev. Excellent! On 104.9. That's incredible! The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev, and, uh, you know, we do something on this show once in a while called Moist Monday. Ugh. And uh, we do that because it's one of the words that women hate the most, and it's just fun to... Smear that word all over the place. Moist. And, uh, you know, it's not Monday today, uh, but it it got me to thinking. I have a list here, and I want to play guess the list with you guys. Matt, Chelsea are here. Hi, Matt. Hi. Um, I have the six words women hate the most. Number one is moist. Okay. Um, What I need from you guys are the other five. What are the other five words on the list of words that women hate the most? Uh, We'll go, uh, we'll let the lady go first on this one since you might be. The expert on this, uh, Chelsea. So I'm literally trying to come up with words that I find cringy, and I'm going to go with squirt. Squirt, squirt. is uh, number two on the list. Well done. well done. I literally hate that word. I don't know what it is, but ugh, just saying it. No, it's it's a gross word, especially when you when you think about the things it could mean. Exactly. Hmm. Squirt uh, on the list. These are the words that women hate the most. Matt, what's on the list? How about uh, I love you? <laughs> <laughs> Why would women hate that? I thought women love to hear that. Sometimes they like to hear it. Sometimes they don't. We love hearing that. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, it's it's men who have a problem with the I love you thing. Exactly. No, is it? We're the insecure pieces of garbage who can't mm-hmm. say it. <laughs> uh, so no, that you do, not, okay, get a, you do not get a point for I love you. Chelsea, what else you got? Um, I'm going to go with panties. Oh my God, you are just killing it. Panties number that? That's three. what they're called. No, I, I do not like those words. That word to me too, it's just like... What, what if you put the word granny in front of it? What about granny oh, panties? stop. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've heard, now, that, uh, Chelsea, you can confirm whether or not this is true. I've heard that all women have at least one pair of granny panties for emergencies. Um, That is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, your guess. For, is it words or phrases or just? Wor- words. Words that women hate the most. Jeez, oh, I don't know. Uh, pff, daddy. <laughs> Why would they hate that word? I don't know. Women love saying that word. I've been told they hate it. 
Uh, now it depends on the context for me because if it's call me daddy, then I think that's gross. Yeah, yeah I think it's gross. Like too. the who's your daddy thing. Uh-huh. I never, I never was. I into never that. understood that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't think the father-daughter relationship is sexual at nope. all. So the who's your daddy thing always baffled me. Well, that's why I thought it was cringy. <laughs> it's okay. All right. In that context, it definitely is uh, for sure. But no points because it's not in the top five here. No. Besides yeah. moist, we're looking for the six words that women hate the most. I've got moist as one and then the other five. Uh, Chelsea's already got a couple of them. What's next, Chelsea? Crevice. <laughs> Crevice. <laughs> also a gross word. Uh, Is it on that list? However, not on the top five Ooh. here, uh, besides moist. Matt, anything? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm out of things. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. It's all sexual to me now, now that I'm thinking. Well, yeah, that's why these words are gross. I mean, when you think about it, there's no other reason for women to hate the word moist other than sexual things downstairs. Oh, sweaty. Mm-hmm. Sweaty. No, uh, not on the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- these last three might be hard for you guys to get because I wouldn't think of them as being those words, but when yeah. you put them into that context, they become gross. They're all sexual words, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you each one more guess, though. I don't I, I don't know. I hope some of these are not, but go ahead, Chelsea. Ointment? Ointment. You don't like the word ointment? I don't. I think it's a weird word. Okay. Uh, I don't understand, though. It's, it's I don't know if it's the oint. It's just something that you put on your herpes to make them itch less. That's Pretty all much. it is. <laughs> what it is. Jeez. What's yeah. going on in here? Matt, one more guess. Words that women hate to hear the most. I don't know. Uh, slippery. <laughs> that would be a valid guess. It's it's a valid guess. Uh, unfortunately, not one of them. The I'm words. very uncomfortable with this whole thing. We, uh, and Can Matt's more bothered this, by these words than Chelsea, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, the other three words that you guys did not mention that are on this list, uh, chunky, Chunky. Ugh. Okay. Curd. Curd. I like cheese curds. Yeah, I mean, cheese curds are delicious, right. but it is just, it's rotting milk, really. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. it's curdle. Curdle is worse than curd. Because mm-hmm. a curd is a snack, but curdle is the action yep. that takes place. And finally, the last word, flap. Flap. <laughs> Chelsea's, <laughs> Chelsea just cringed. Oh, my God. Okay, so what's oh. wrong with flap? Oh, man. Oh. I'm not even going to tell you what I'm thinking about right now. Okay, best that you don't. (laughs) We did put it up on our Facebook page and asked our listeners to provide me a word besides moist that is the grossest word uh, that's not dirty. All right, and uh, we've got a couple of them. we got flesh. Uh, How's flesh bother you? It doesn't really bother me. Uh, Matt gave us a bunch. Not this Matt. Uh, Matt on Facebook says slurp, smegma, secrete. Smegma? Oh, my God. And lastly, uh, Matt said also seepage. Secrete. <laughs> yeah, secrete's not a, not an attractive word, especially because no. you know what it means. You I know, just want to point out different Matt, not not me. right, not Matt different Hall. Matt. I did not say those things. Uh, Richard also agree with you on crevice. He also says discharge, which is Ew. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a, a one person said Biden, one person said Trump. Ha ha ha. ha, ha, ha. Uh, John, uh, Josh says sack. No, what's wrong with that? We've all got them. And finally, the most disgusting word, Doug hit it right in the head. He said Packers. So uh, there you go. And this has been Guess the List. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 104.9. Say it! Say it! The Morning X. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Tool of the day, powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. And as this is the case for about 90% of these stories, we go down to Florida. An 18-year-old Florida guy, officially on uh, the adult eligibility scale for Tool of the Day. 
Uh, his name is Raphael Walowski, and last uh, Friday he was arrested for armed burglary. Uh, police say he admitted to committing three burglaries, including a break-in at a house across the street from where he lived with his parents. When he was caught, he was carrying a knife with a two-and-a-half-inch blade in an illegal length in Florida. The cops asked him why he was breaking into houses, and he said... And I didn't, people st- I didn't know people still use this excuse, but he said the devil told him to do it because he needed money for college. <laughs> uh, so either this guy was dealing with a very complicated moral dilemma or even the devil realizes how difficult it is to navigate student loan debt. I'm pretty sure the devil doesn't do stuff like that. I mean, if I know the devil, and I do, he's going to trick you into failing. The devil's not going to be like, You need to get your life together, and if you can't afford college, steal some sh**. <laughs> I mean, maybe he would try to tempt you to steal. You're like, I don't know, devil, stealing's illegal. Come on, do it, you big puss. Okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, either way, that gets him into the Tool of Fame Hall of, uh, Tool of the Day Hall of Fame. Don't tell the cops the devil made you do it. A weird detail of the story, he was also wearing a barber cape during the uh, mugshot as well. <laughs> uh, don't be a tool like this fool with the right tool for the jobs at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go in, see Dave, tell them the Morning X sent you. Visit rockfordretool.com. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. Come one, come all, do a beautiful show. It's going to be awesome and I'm going to stop. Initiate sequence. And now, your journey is just beginning. We're on in 10 seconds, so get ready to have a good time. 5, 4, 3, 2, S. What the f***? S? 1049, The Morning X. It is 8.10 on the Morning X. It is Kev, and I've got friends in studio this morning. Uh, we are powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tent headquarters. Um, looking for something to do this weekend. Let me first state that uh, Once Upon a Mattress happening at Starlight Theater, uh, RBC Starlight Theater. Um, next week, though, opens Little Shop of Horrors, which is the show that I'm in. And there's this thing in the media where if you're promoting your own thing, it's considered a conflict of interest and a little bit gross. Then there's this other thing where I don't care. So I've got my friends from the cast of Little Shop of Horrors on board. We've got Michael, Catherine, Elijah. Welcome aboard. Say hi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. Hey, everyone. All right. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys here. And, uh, you know, we are, let's see, we open in what, four days? Uh, Yeah, we open on the 18th, which is a Wednesday. Um, Yeah, Wednesday, the 18th, first night of the show. And right now, if you went to rehearsal right now and saw what we were doing, you would not think we were a show that was about to open, would you? Just based on what the stage looks like at this point. Oh, no. I mean, if anything, we have walls for the shop now, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to give too many spoilers away, though, but the shop has walls, which we were surprised to see when we walked in last night. We're like, ooh, we're about to do a show, aren't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All you really need is walls, right? Yeah, that's it. Actually, they're going to change it to Walls the Musical. And then we're just all punching walls and like climbing out through walls like Spider-Man. Theater's a very interpretive art, isn't it? I mean, you can you can do a show without a set at all, really. 
well, you're any good, right? That's improv, buddy. <laughs> or stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's called stand-up comedy, right, Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, Michael Palmandary playing uh, Orrin Scrivello, DDS. You got it. Yeah, uh, the dentist character in the show. We've got uh, Catherine Mackey playing Audrey and uh, playing Seymour. It is Elijah Say Your Own Damn Last Name. Elijah Parazinski. Parazinski. Okay. It's a tough one. I grew up, my stepdad is a Pudluski, and oh. uh, telemarketers my whole life were hilarious because nobody could say it. You get that a lot? Oh, yeah. All the time. People would be like, they would just be like, oh, my Elijah. And then they'd be like, um, something, something else. P ski. Something. <laughs> you know, it's one of those P starts with a P, ends with ski. And, uh, you know. That is your name from now on. It's P ski. And every time right. I see you, I will call you P ski. You have no idea what you just started. <laughs> Man, that's the first thing I've ever said on the air. Hi, I'm Elijah. This is how I introduce myself. I'm Elijah Peasky. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're going to get into some conversation about the show coming up here, and I've got for you guys Little Shop of Horrors trivia. We're going to see how well you know the show oh, that you're man. in. I'm uh, still going to lose. going to be a test. Let me uh, rephrase that. I want to see how well you know the movie of the show that you're in. Which movie? Uh, Little Shop of Horrors, the but movie. the 1960 Roger Corman, or are you asking about the 1986? We've oh, got Michael's a, so going to win. We have, so, a, we have a nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> I won the test the already. already. <laughs> I've been studying my whole life. Okay, we'll get to that after Rage Against the Machine. Hey, it's Aerosmith on The Morning X. Say at 820, hey, it helps to turn my own mic on when I want to talk to people as well. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Kev here. Uh, in with the cast of Little Shop of Horrors, we've got Michael Palmandary, Catherine Mackey, and Peasky. It's, uh, <laughs> Peasky. Never living that down. No, not at <laughs> I'm going to message you randomly, <laughs> Peasky. Uh, so let's talk about the show. We open on Wednesday. I say we because I'm in it too, uh, but you guys are the stars, man. You guys really uh, you guys really knock it out of the park with this so far. And I'm not even saying that because I'm in it and I'm partial. I'm saying it because like I've said this before. I've considered quitting the show so I could watch you guys instead. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're too kind. This, yeah, man. <laughs> we need you, though, so please don't do that. Well, I, pre- I appreciate you saying that. But, you know, you guys are the bomb and to bring a 90s term into uh, the fold here. But, dude, uh, I'm all, dude, that was tight. By the way, Catherine and uh, uh, Elijah, you guys are, what, 21, 22, right? I'm 21, yes. I'm 22, yeah. Okay, just so you know, radio is this thing where people listen in their car <laughs> and, oh. like, uh, to, to us talking. Yeah, oh, I'm relatively yeah. a little unfamiliar, but I, I'm catching on quick. It's like a podcast that you need a, a, a like a, a dial for. Right, oh, right. Do you, do you gotcha. know cars, those things you drive while you're texting? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're TikToking? Right, right. It's like, um, you know, music that you can't pause. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is like a time. You're like, this is like a, a little field trip for you, too. Right, I'm going uh, to the old talky right. things yeah, today. Yeah. I'm putting cans around my ears. <laughs> Um, okay, so I want to ask you guys about this because I would be so tempted. Um, Little Shop of Horrors was like a huge deal for me growing up. The movie, um, the musical movie, I should point out. Thank because you. Because there is a non-musical movie that came out way before it. Correct. However, um, watching the movie musical growing up like over and over and over again, I would have been so tempted just to imitate the people from the movie. And I, and I wonder like, like what do you, how did you like – approach playing the part trying you obviously try to avoid doing a replica of what you saw already right so what you know how do you how do you go about like bringing something new to it well let me tell you my process with dealing with the movies um so i've seen this show like done on the stage multiple times different high schools different professional theaters however when it comes to the movie I've never seen it. I haven't seen any of the movies at all. So if there's anyone going to lose this trivia thing, it's going to be me. Um, But I think that helps with uh, avoiding um, 
copying any of the movies is not seeing any of them. Yeah, I can't so wait far. for our director to hear that you've never seen the movie. Well, I told him. I told him I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch these movies. I, I'm thinking about watching it like now or like close to opening night because I've already like developed my character and and now it's okay for me. Well, I mean, it was always okay for me to watch the movies, but I always just thought it would be nice for my process of creating my own character to like kind of not watch the movies, which maybe to some people wouldn't be super wise. But I don't know. I've just done it up to this point and created my own character that is just based off of bits that I've seen from past memories of staged sure. musicals. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how I've strayed away from copying anything from the movies. Michael, do you feel any sort of pressure um, knowing that Steve Martin played your, the role you're playing like and it's such an iconic Steve Martin role? Do you feel any pressure? Always. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, of course. And whenever you play like a comedic role, whenever you play a role that's uh, very well known from somebody that famous. Of course, there's like a certain like level, like a certain standard you have to hold yourself up to. But if anything, like I try not to do it like Steve Martin. It's one of those things where like when you do a musical that is a movie that's really well known, it's hard for audiences to get that famous person out of their head. Like sure. it's hard not to do um, uh uh, John Travolta as, you know, <laughs> Danny Zuko, because right. that's what most audiences are expecting. But I think it's really important to, I think there's going to be an essence of that in it, but I feel like because it's it's through me, like I'm a totally different person than, let's say, Steve Martin, then it's going to be a different approach regardless, because he and I are going to think of doing two completely different things, and sure. obviously our careers have had very similar trajectories. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're a stand-up comic just like, yeah. like Steve Martin, and you, got, you guys are both kind of at even levels there too right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i'm gonna be uh selling out madison square garden as soon as this is over with, yeah michael so. brought a banjo he's got a, one of those arrow through the head things on his head right now i do you it can't yeah, see throughout the whole show <laughs> uh <laughs> Catherine, have you seen the movie i have you yes. have okay uh ellen green a very unique way of portraying audrey in the in the movie um your approach is um i think it's different because it's it's not so dare I say ditzy, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. That was a choice you made. Yeah, I just, I try to play it real to myself. Sure. And I, I take it in the moment. I base my emotions based off of the people that I have on stage with me and the words that are coming to me then. Um, so just trying to find the realness in the character, even though it is a caricature. <laughs> it, it is, and this, this, this show is... In essence, ridiculous. If you, yes. oh, if you really dude. think about it, it's oh, ridiculous. It is it's a, insane. It is a B science fiction movie yeah. as a musical. Uh, yeah. You know, talking plants. Uh, a human you know. eating plant, yeah. I, I do think, and I want to know if you guys agree with me, if you're very familiar with the movie, you're going to be very surprised by the musical. Without saying anything, without spoiling anything. Yes, I, I, I will absolutely agree with that, and I guess that's <laughs> I all I can know. say. I wouldn't know. No spoilers about the show that Elijah stars in. <laughs> <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors uh, opening at Starlight Theater on Wednesday the 18th. You can uh, see and hear me in that show, but these three uh, in the show uh, as uh, main people. We've got the dentist... Orange Scrivello DDS, we've got Audrey, we've got Seymour, and uh, I want to see, and uh, sorry, Peasky, you, um, <laughs> you're not going to do well with this trivia, but you might. 
based on context. I'll try clues. my best. Okay, I've got a yeah. qu- I've got a question for each of you. Okay, okay oh. and well, why not? Let's start with Peasky. Right. Okay, uh, this question's for Elijah, playing Seymour in the show, uh, the director of Little Shop of Horrors, the movie, also famous for playing several Muppets and Yoda. What is his name? Uh, no, no names are coming to my mind. You literally Man. have to know nothing about the movie to know the answer to this Man. question. Come on, Peasky. Please. So he, he plays them, yeah, yeah. He, like he, voices them, yes. The so he voice voiced of Yoda. Yoda. Uh-huh. Oh man, oh. come on, dude. <laughs> I, Do you I need don't a lifeline? Know. <laughs> no, I could. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're gonna know all of these questions. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, chance, chance to steal. Yeah, can I steal it? Yeah, steal. Go ahead, Jim Henson. It was not Jim. It Henson. wasn't Jim Henson. No. Are you serious? No, it was not. Oh my god, that that cracks me up. Because you, <laughs> you were so confident in your answer. Jim Henson did not direct Little Shop of Horrors. It was his partner, whose name is Catherine. You're the only one left. His name is Catherine. His partner's <laughs> name is Catherine. I don't got it. No, we're talking Frank Oz here. Oh, Frank. I was thinking Oz. the puppet shop because it was Frank. It was uh, it was Jim Henson's puppet it shop. It was Jim it. Henson's puppet shop. But Frank Oz, Jim Henson's good friend, directed the movie. All right. Well, this has been great. I should Piece probably leave now, huh? <laughs> All right. We'll Take go. my cocky attitude with me. <laughs> next, yeah. uh, next question is for Catherine. This is Little Shop of Horrors trivia. Tisha Campbell and uh, Tachina Arnold were both part of the Little Shop of Horrors trio in the movie. Um, also stars of a very popular 90s sitcom. Name that sitcom. <laughs> You should see the look on her face right now. Let's talk about what year I was born, and then we can talk about the 90s sitcom. That's exactly why I chose this question for you. I don't know. (laughs) No idea? Uh, Chance to steal, guys? Oh, man, I do want to steal it. Yeah? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm gonna I might be wrong again, but whatever, I'll fail. Uh Martin. Was. Yeah. It was definitely Martin. You got it, man. Do you know do, do you know who Martin Lawrence is? Oh look, grandpa has to explain more things to them. <laughs> Martin Lawrence is a stand up comic. And uh Oh, I'm sure you would know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> We're not going to reveal my age on air. Oh, you guys are funny. Okay, one last question here, because we do have to, we're running out of time here, we're going to wrap it up. But, uh, Little Shop of Horrors cast here, uh, Michael, yeah. Steve Martin plays your character in the movie, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Oren Scrivello, DDS. Uh, you've got 10 seconds to name five other Steve Martin movies. Uh, oh, are you ready? Yeah. you got 10 seconds, and go. Uh, the Jerk, The Three Amigos, two. Bringing Down the House, The yeah. Father of the Bride, Part 1 and 2. All right, I, since you use sequels... I should take points away, but you got it. I've got another one. You got another one. Yeah, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's a good one. Man, he's he's brilliant, right? Oh, he's fantastic. No pressure at all on you, Michael. Oh, Uh, no, 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 none at all. (laughs) So come see me and my friends here in Little Shop of Horrors Starlight Theater, rvcstarlight.com, for a link to buy tickets. And we do hope you come out and see us, right, guys? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Please come see the show. I agree. Michael, Catherine, (laughs) Peasky, thank you very much. It's 104.9 The Morning X. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. Sports in 60 on The Morning X. Bears open up their season with the Dolphins tomorrow. Packers with the Texans. NASCAR is at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend. White Sox over the Yankees 9-8 thanks to a Tim Anderson walk-off home run in the Field of Dreams game last night. They're going to play again tomorrow night. And Cubs got absolutely spanked by the Brewers, losing 17-4. 22 hits for the Brewers for the Cubs 8. Cubs still icing their B-holes this morning after that pounding, but they're going to play tonight with the Marlins. Brewers host the Pirates. And uh, Joey Dick waving a sign at me. We got Harry Carey on line one. What's up, Harry Carey? Hey, how you doing? Calling collect from from upstairs. You still have to. You, 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 <laughs> I'll accept the charges. You still have to call collect from heaven. 
Oh, it's, it, you would think it would be a better system, you know? <laughs> you would. <laughs> so how's it going? Uh, were you watching the Cubs get spanked yesterday, or were you not? I, honestly, i got to say, at this point, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, I, I just showed up, and I just understood <laughs> that we had guys in certain colors that were on the field, and that was our team, you know? And then, you know, at May, we just started waiting until next May. That was what it was, but, you know, honestly... Got a, got a root for my old team, my my old friends of the South Side, the White Sox, putting a whooping uh, on the Bronx Bombers, on the Yankees. Yes. You know? Yeah, and doing it uh, doing it in the Field of Dreams. The Field of Dreams, that's the movie that makes your dad cry. Everyone's dad <laughs> cry. <laughs> Kevin Costner walked out of the cornfields. I mean, honestly, if he was running the bases, we'd still be watching the game right now. He was taking his sweet time. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind uh, of a long presentation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and some of the ghosts, Jimmy Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, you know, uh, a lot of fellas up here. Went down, we re- we uh, we possessed some of the players' bodies and played a few innings ourselves. Oh, you did? Yeah, that is a, that is a great place for uh, ghosts to play baseball, if you remember the movie. So uh, were, were you uh, possessing anybody important last night? Honestly, Tim Anderson, and it was all a blur at the end. I was, <laughs> I was trying to dance, but he was doing something that's hard to control a body with such power behind it. With Tim <laughs> so Tim Anderson with the walk-off home run last night against the Yankees. Harry Carey taking full credit for that. Absolutely. They can't test for ghost blood. They can't <laughs> it. It's not illegal when you, when you have magic. The magic of baseball, Kevin. That's right. The magic of baseball. <laughs> so, Harry, uh, real quick then, what do the Cubs have to do to turn the franchise around now that they lost all their important players? Well, I, I, I think they should call your cousin, Kerry. Kerry Woods, get him on the retirement. Get him in there. Uh, you know, put uh, Sammy Sosa, Mark Grace, other references that I can recall. Sure. Or Google at the moment. Yeah, uh, those guys not really playing baseball anymore, but we could try, I think. I, I say just putting Chris Chelios from the Blackhawks. You need an enforcer, maybe someone just to scare him at first base. Sure. Don't, I don't want to touch the base. That guy will beat me up. Harry Carey, uh, I hope you're doing good up there in heaven, my friend. I hope you're drinking lots of old style. Oh, tons of old style. We've been drinking all the beers. I just said you boys are making yourselves a little road trip to, to Milwaukee, the good land. For, yeah. For some- yeah, we sure are. September 17th, and we hope to see you out there, Harry, despite the pounding the Cubs are going to take again. <laughs> oh, they take it, honestly. I mean, <laughs> it, it is brutal. I mean, like, you, you, wish, you wish they had a mercy rule in professional baseball, but they don't. Only in Little League. Only in Little League. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I appreciate that, Harry Carey. And, yeah, if you want tickets to that game, they're at thexrockford.com. We'll put you on a luxury bus there and back and give you snacks and drinks on the way. And maybe the ghost of Harry Carey will be on the bus with us. How about it, Harry? Go Cubs! Yes. Go Cubs! The Morning X wins. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. I'm on the phone now with uh, local guy Dan Block of Insurance King and uh, something pretty interesting going on this weekend as you may or may not know. Uh, Dan, you've got a car in NASCAR. Yeah, we've been sponsoring uh, Josh Balicki through 2019 season. And that's great. And, uh, of course, uh, we do know that you did some work um, uh, a few years ago with Dustin Diamond of Saved by the Bell, who, unfortunately, we lost uh, recently. But uh, this weekend, a big tribute to him going on in Indianapolis. Yeah, so in 2020, we actually planned on doing a Save by the King team team. But because of COVID, the track didn't have any guests at the track. 
we decided to wait until things opened back up, which was this year. And, you know, when the news broke that Dustin had cancer, he was upset that it was in the news. And um, so we went ahead and showed him something that I was planning on doing. At the time, he thought he had six months, you know, maybe a year uh, when he was starting his chemo when we released his pain scheme for a good get-well card, basically. Sure. You know, and he was planning on coming with us to the race. We are trying to figure out which one, and we are still waiting to find out when COVID restrictions are going to be lifted so we can go to the track. And um, unfortunately, he passed away. I mean, I was literally with him when he passed away. Oh, man, and, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I know you were good friends with him. Yeah, I was pretty good friends with Dustin. You know, it started out as a working relationship, and then uh, we just did a lot of work together and started hanging out. And I, yeah. Anyways, this this is uh, something that he knew to do. He saw it. He was really impressed with what we were going to do. And he probably, right now, he, you know, if he was, here, he probably wouldn't believe I was going through with it because people say they would do things, but they never did for him, right. you know? Right. And um, we're, we're doing it. So he said he didn't want to have a memorial. He didn't want to have a funeral. Um, but he knew we were doing this. So I've selected some of the close friends because he said, you know, if you're going to do something, just do it with a couple of my friends. And we've assembled some very close people to him throughout his life. Um, one of the guys coming, uh, his name is Mark Bridge. He actually used to go watch Dustin film on set. Um, he used to introduce him as Opie. Uh, <laughs> okay. the other, you know, cast members are different people, different producers and stuff. And, and, uh, he said it was Ron Howard's nephew. And then one of the producers was like, well, so that's Clint. And he's like, who's Clint? He goes, well, that would be his dad. So if you're going to introduce him as Opie as Ron Howard's nephew, you better know who his dad would be. <laughs> you know? right. So, right, exactly. So I've got him coming out. Um, I've got his very first girlfriend, um, Monique, she's coming out. And then I've got his very last girlfriend, Tosh. Um, and a couple other people, too, that he's very close to, some musicians and comedians. And um, it's going to be a you know a bunch of us getting together to celebrating Dustin's life, which is what he asked me to do, and we're doing it. So Josh Balicki in the number 52 car, what race will we see that in this weekend? So that's interesting. So we looked at which race we wanted to do after his passing, and we found out that you know the track opened up around Nashville race, and it was you know the beginning of the season was Fox, and then it went to NBC. And I started looking at some dates on the NBC uh, because obviously Saved by the Bell was on NBC. And we came across the Indy Road Course, which happens to be August 15th, which we thought would be cool to do on 815 because of our area code. Right. symbolizes that Dustin was always in our area code. It just worked out. Um, you know, it's a perfect race to do this at. And uh, we're doing it. So I think, um, you know, I, I, I actually was at Saved by the Bell where they filmed the tribute to Screech, uh-huh. you know, Dustin. Sure. And um, I offered the paint scheme to be Saved by the Bell to the producer of the show, and he said it would just take too much time to get through all the legal and stuff and licensing. Right. And he said that, you know, basically just do it for Dustin because, you know, everything that Dustin started with was obviously Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. but it ended with Insurance King. And we did a lot of stuff. It's literally his last living legacy was the work he did with us. Well, that's yeah, great. People do appreciate the commercials. He's still on our phone system. Um, and, you know, literally the last thing I remember uh, discussing before he hung up with me uh, on Thursday night before he died, he and I were in the process of writing another commercial, which I am putting together a cast of people to, to film. And it was the last time I get to hear him laugh was writing this new commercial. And I started telling him, okay, this is what we're going to do. And 
and I can't wait to film this one because it's the last thing that him and I worked on together. That's great, man. And uh, it's going to be the Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series Verizon 200 at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, look for the Insurance King car number 52, driven by Josh Balicki, a tribute to Dustin Diamond. Dan Block of Insurance King, thanks very much for joining us, man. Appreciate that. Thanks, guys. And good luck this thanks. weekend. Thank you. It's the Morning X This Week, powered by Expert Electronics.